Welcome back to Davi the Scapegoat. I am here with Ferg. What's up? From the No Draws podcast. So happy to be doing this with you again. He very generously invited me to come on No Draws last week. And now you're here on Davi the Scapegoat because you said your eyes lit up when I said we were talking about toxic workplaces and leaving past jobs and saying, I quit this shit and all of that. And you seem to have a story or seven available Thousands. and ready to tell. So I'm so excited to hear what you got today. Tell us about No Draws Podcast. Tell us how you got started. Uh, the pandemic and being broke and at the house. So during the pandemic, I worked in film and TV. I was a production accountant. So, you know, film and stuff stopped. And I was already producing and a comedian, so I just was like, let me just start shooting at my homeboy's studio. Nice. And it went from my homeboy's studio to my other homeboy's basement, and then we found a home at the studio you see me at now. Yeah, and that's a nice, that's a nice studio. Man, I was like, I, I walked wait. in and was like, this is how it's supposed to look, Davi. Shouts out to uh, Creative Soul Studio at Encyclopedia, man. Appreciate y'all because they they had a reason that stuff is going because they just like you can do whatever, just keep doing it. And I was like, all right, for real, not gonna stop. I'm talking to so many different people that started their new careers, new business endeavors on their own right after or during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and watching them thrive today has been really inspiring. So that's kind of like what I've got people coming on the podcast teach me how to do. Mm. What was the catalyst? beyond the pandemic for going, I'm gonna start my own thing. It started off with me producing for other people. Like I was kind of like, you know how Kanye was producing for everybody before he was like, everybody, oh, he's a rapper. Like yeah. it was kind of like that. Or like Pharrell, like he'll produce, you're like, oh, that's Pharrell. You could tell by the way the it looks way. and feel that he touched that project, whatever it was. So I was always the person, you know, doing behind the scenes, working for other people and doing this, that, and the third. And I just one day was like, oh, I got crazy stories, let's do it. Yeah, you have your own voice. Yeah. I mean, people heard you before they heard you. Like, they heard the vibe and yeah, the they, different things that you produce. Yeah. Just didn't realize it. Exactly. That's how Roy, Roy Wood Jr. knew my work before he knew I was a comic. That's awesome. Like, he came up to me, he was like, I love your stuff, Ferg. And I was like, I don't even know if he knows I'm a comic. Yeah. But, like, people know, like, I've heard people like, you're the person who does this? Wow, that's crazy. And it's weird to see the flip. Yeah. Now it's like they see me. But uh, I just I just started doing it. And I just thought it was a cool thing to do, just talk shit with my friends. And I didn't have, I was just, I just did it. And I was like, oh, this sounds cool. I made sure that it was the greatest, best quality ever. If I could afford studio time, I'll go do it. I bought my own cameras years ago, so I had my own cameras. You got some legit cameras in there. I've been so jealous. That's why I wrote you right afterwards. I was like, what are you, what are you packing with in there? Like, what are you guys oh, using? And those aren't even my cameras. That's the studio cameras. I have Sony's. Yeah, I got. And I was telling y'all about these Mevos, and I'm like, you really let me down, guys. <laughs> like, hey, so uh, get a Sony, like an older version. You can literally stream live from your Sony. See, I got to learn new stuff from other podcasters every day and in the comedy industry, too. I met Ferg doing comedy at 529 Yeah, alongside Dedrick Flynn. You guys know him as Deddy Fat Stacks, one of their comfort humans on Davi the Scapegoat, a regular <laughs> making appearances. And uh, so, yeah, now you've been added to that repertoire. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, now you're officially a comfort human on the goat. I'm a comfort human. Hell yeah. I don't even know what that means. Sound like I'm going to suckle a goat or something. <laughs> It means you like bring comfort and good vibes and yeah. um, a calming, warm energy, you know, uh, to everyone, and and make do. people feel warm and fuzzy. It's like 
you know, we can't always take our animals around and you can't always have that. But, you know, like I get to hang out with that person later. Yeah, because I'm not trying to do stupid shit. I'm like, what are we doing today? Let's have a ball while we're doing it. Everybody put their hands in the middle on three. One, two, two three. three. Let's go. So it sounds like you would be a really fun coworker, but also maybe somebody that was instigating everybody to get wild. Oh, absolutely. I used to hand out edibles. At the oh, job. No. <laughs> People couldn't wait for like, do you have any? You, you have any? Today? <laughs> I'd be like, yes, I cannot I do. get till 5 p.m. without a little help. Oh no, I start the day off. That already. I, to, I would I would be in the back of like studios. We would have a shoot day, and I'm like, I'm on edibles today. You would just let them know. There's no hiding shit with me. That's I'm true. like, look, and I feel I'm like, here on time. Yeah, I stay late. Yep, I'm going to have fun today. Film is a different film is a different vibe. I think in that is not something I could do in radio just because it's like. You're live, and when you get stoned, you say fuck too much. So <laughs> don't do that because there are too many moms driving their kids to preschool right now. So it was that is not something that I could partake in True. while doing, but I can imagine going to edit or doing something like a monotonous task or something that requires oh. a long term. Uh, that's what helps. That's where it helps me. Like I like mm -hmm. to smoke and then work out. You know? Me too. Like I will just f not realize that I have been on this stairmaster and watched an entire like two whole episodes of Doctor Phil. I'm like, what year is it? Where did the day TV? go? That's crazy. The fact that you can watch TV is wild. Like, yeah. Like I get high and I'm like, I'm gonna go until like four, two hours and sit outside and meditate and look crazy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You meditate. Yeah, I do yoga. Okay, good. Like today I didn't do yoga because I was working out, but like every other day I'm. Centering that. my chi, getting my chakras right. <laughs> we got a whole little meditation corner over there, and my husband partakes. See all the plants and whatnot. Yeah, man. So he meditates. I, 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 uh, I get stuff out with like rage music listening. Um, what? But is I that? should. It's where you like listen to music and you're like, Rah, and you scream and stuff. Okay, like kind of like you just scream and slap people. Yeah, like it, I try to do yoga, but it's almost like I need something more violent. I don't slap people. It's mostly insulting myself. It's just like an intense roast of me. Mm. <laughs> and then I get it out of my system and I move on. And my husband from the other room is like, that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> you you should sit with these plants and stare into space for a while. And I'm like, I'll do that for exactly three seconds. And then I'll start thinking about how the paint is chipped in there and I need to fix it. <laughs> the and there's thing. a yes, like there's so much stuff on the floor. He's like, You have too many attachments. He's doing all Yeah, you got like, get out of my life. So you sound like you suffer from what I so you gotta have a balance. It's like you gotta go crazy in the gym and then the next day while your body's recovering, do yoga. I see. While it's sore. Like, like I don't wanna work out today. Okay. Do yoga. Now you're like I don't want to jump as hard. I don't want to, like, walk up this Stairmaster. Are you the reason why Dedrick does Stairmasters? No. Is, did he start? He said he'd be on the Stairmasters getting his legs right. I was like, you better stop, <laughs> man. He's not asking for it. He, he wears, like, the shorts, and I the thought hoochie. he already had good legs. I was like, Dedrick's got good calves. If I know anything about the guy, he's funny, and he's got good calves. Got great calves. And he wears the shorts all the time. So he's showing them off. He's wanting to show them off, for, I think, for everyone. You got to show off your goods, man. Know what your precious points are <laughs> precious that everybody points. likes to see on you. Like, if somebody liking a little bit of dick meat, Bulge, hey, give them the meat bulge, everybody. <laughs> a little bit of neck. Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, if somebody's like, I love the way your neck looks, you're good to go. Have okay. Your neck out. That's that. Hmm. 
it's kind of weird when people tell you about yourself and you got to kind of accept it. Like, your side, like, people tell me, like, your side profile is amazing. I'm like, all right, so I know my best pictures from a side. That's such a compliment, too, because generally, like, sides are bad. <laughs> or you have one good side and one, yeah. like, re- like Picasso-looking one that's just like, what? <laughs> it's awful. Why is your eye up there? <laughs> what is going on? It's like, I'm ugly today. <laughs> what happened? happened on that side? What is that? God forgot about that side. That's God. what happened. Yeah, that's why when we did your podcast, you're like, I have a setup for three. I've never done that before. This is so exciting because me and you, you and Daddy. Yeah. And uh, you were like, so pick your spot. And I, Dedrick's like, I'm going to let her do it. You gotta, because girls always, and I was like, fuck you. But yes, we always have a side. And I I went over to the yeah. right of the table and I sat so the left side would face the camera because I know my right side has, you know, sometimes, uh, um, what's that guy, Sloth from Goonies? Like, I just, you know, sometimes it's just, guys. yeah, like I just never know. And I don't know what, what? it is. It's like I sleep on my side. So someone was like, you need to stop side sleeping because it's aging half of your face How did, more than the other one. I don't know. Freaking TikTok what? dermatologists, those sons Man, of bitches, they found me in the algorithm and they said, stop sleeping on that side of your face because you look, you know, half grandma and half young. And I'm like, well, then I'll just, so I got to sleep on the other side to even it out or what happens? I was like, you know what? Some people still card me, and I don't have my fucking ID on me, but I want to get a vodka drink, yeah. and I think I look old enough. But they're telling me I enough. don't. Really? You don't. Okay. See? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to sleep directly on my fucking face to add a few years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can also defeat it. Anybody as uh, a beauty hack, uh, if you take collagen peptides every day, MSM as in man, SM as in man again powder. Okay. All right. Put those, See? They're for your joints and uh, your joints and stuff, but it also like you look like that a bad stuff. bitch. Yeah, I would. I would like after to. after a week of it, if taking it straight, like when you go to bed, take it and then let it soak in your system. After a week, so you're gonna be like, oh, I'm a bad bitch. Look, I'm a baby. I gave it to my mom, and she she called me like, oh my god, Dexter, my fa- I oh, I feel I look. I'm like, yeah, I already Aww. know. That's awesome. It brightens everything up. Mm-hmm. See, I love that you're looking out for us ladies. Yeah. And you're like, stop listening to the TikTok dermatologists. They make you feel ugly. Yeah, they're going to make you feel <laughs> ugly. You need all of these uh, chemical peels and all that shit. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Just scrub your face after three or four days and, you know, put water on it. And you're okay. So what else did you do at work besides handing out edibles to your coworkers? What other kind of shenanigans did you get into? Uh, I would mock a lot of the our bosses. Like if they walk in there, I'd be like, "This I'm so and so and so and so." Why they Why they in there? I'd be doing it. Right behind them, I, or right in front of them. Oh, in front of them, I'd be they like, "They knew oh, it." Oh yeah, I'd be like, uh, "They'd be like, do the do the thing, do the thing." I'm like, "Oh, oh they okay. liked it too." Well, I was also at Tyler Perry Studios doing this. Get that so old, like, okay. the bot uh, Tyler Perry's bodyguard used to be there all the time. Andy, like six foot four, big. Ex linebacker from M- NFL, and he would walk like his back was stiff. So I would <laughs> imitate his walk and how he would like his mannerisms, and everybody would be dying laughing. And yeah. I would do it all the time, and I would never get in trouble because I'm I'm there all the time. Like, what you gonna say? Like, bro, I am here more than you are, and you're here a lot. You never hit somebody on a bad day where they were just like, man, I just spent a lot of time with my mother-in-law. She was ragging on me. My my wife has been giving me shit. My kids are making fun of me. I come to work for my safe space and Ferg 
called me a little a short little weirdo today or something like you've no. never hit somebody on a bad day where they just were like enough no i don't know for whatever reason i'm like the person that can just get away with a lot of shit i just love that for you funny disposition. <laughs> it's weird I love as hell that journey for you <laughs> it's like hey i'm gonna do and say but i'm gonna be here when times are rough like yeah. i'm not that person that be like i'm gonna do stupid shit and then do more stupid shit like to mess up what we're doing in the workplace like yeah. no, i feel we're all both here or we're all here. Let's have fun and get this work done. I love that's, that's how my mind is. That, like I feel like most of my friends are like that, and we can play with each other. But then I venture outside to like a workplace atmosphere or a trash. different environment, and they can dish stuff out. There's certain people mm -hmm. that can like make fun of you, and then you're like, oh yeah, ba ba da, and you give them one back, <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we need to have a fucking meeting, and it's a whole thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like you hurt his feelings, and I'm like, hold the fuck yep. on. Did you hear what he said though? Okay, but yours was meaner, and I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was See, just better. You sound like you have an HR department, and <laughs> film and TV, there is none. No. All right. There is. Hey, you better make sure whatever you say, you mean it. <laughs> is that a better place to be, though? Because sometimes yes. you do have to worry about it. I would say yes, because, like, I know, like, it's the only place that I know. I could wear, I used to come to work with, like, a raccoon hat from Mario with the tail, overalls, and, oh. and Jordans on, and just be like, this is my work attire for today, or some little shorts and stuff. There, like, that was one of the cool things. A onesie. Radio and film is there was really no dress code. Like, At like all. everybody could get away with anything. It was morning radio, so a lot of people wore pajamas. And I always was like, I'm going to be Diane Keaton about it. I'm going to be like, I'm bringing a, t a sense of glamour to morning radio. <laughs> that mm. shit did not last for very <laughs> Oh, they just like call you. In I office, went like, hard for a few years trying to wear like cutesy stuff, and then active wear, man. Like I'm so close to wearing velour pants with that say "juicy" on the butt. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. And then they started filming everything, so oh. I wasn't just like on radio anymore. Now I was now being you. seen. And they could see where I need that collagen. And I got these dark circles. And then they're going, could you put a little bit more effort? And I'm like. They emailed you that? Yeah. Oh, like there was when we were, crazy. especially when we were working from home. Fuck those people. It was tough because we're working from home. So then they can only see us like tits up, like on a laptop screen. What would be put on Facebook. And some guy was like, um, could you ask the women of the show to put more effort into their daily appearance it's a bummer to look at them damn <laughs> and i was like you ugly and bit. i was like what about the men <laughs> yeah like <laughs> who damn. are also not wearing makeup and didn't fix their hair and are wearing we're all wearing like active wear which is like i don't know it's like sad people that pajamas and it, it, it go are we working out in them sad it's debatable rich, <laughs> like, rich sad we, people yeah pajamas. like we put on the athleta and the lululemon and then we're like yeah we're gonna do yoga today we we don't we just get sad <laughs> like, just be like we, we're not using yoga we're just wearing these soft just, outfits we make people at the grocery store when we're buying three new pies <laughs> think that we work out about it we yeah. don't but somebody yeah was like put more effort in your appearance so so then i like <laughs> i wore like glamour makeup and furs and like a fancy little victorian hat and lipstick and like from the 50s big jewels like yeah like it was before that it's like my nana's fur like my mom had no part of this murder neither did i so if anybody is like fur is murder 
get off my tits, take it up with my Nana. <laughs> like, Because it's like it, 1920s yeah, fur. But I flapper. wore all of that to work the next day. So I'm on my laptop screen with like jewels and all this stuff. And they're like, this is insane. And that guy ended up sending me a cease and desist. So I was like, ask Edward if he's happy now. Is he happy oh, now? You said the actual Do you person's like name me now? on, on <laughs> yeah. the air. Yeah. And he like sent me a cease and desist. And I was like, I'll add it to my fucking. I'm going to have them all framed one day. Did you have a long, long cigarette that you were fake I did smoking? in a monocle. Oh, yes. Like the Monopoly I busted man? out a fucking monocle. Where did you find a monocle I at? just had one, you just, Ferg. See, white people will have a monocle. That is the most. <laughs> random shit ever just like i got a monocle i got like six bumblebee costumes i got like a lot of weird stuff in this fucking house and i was just like i bet Uh, i have a monocle if not i bet my neighbors have one but you're right like somebody neighbors might might have a monocle that's crazy that's a black dude i never like i think i think my auntie got a monocle i never thought about that like no she probably got backwoods before she got a monocle (laughs) with some weed that's still a good prop. It's whatever. You're giving edibles to your coworkers. You're giving them roast daily. I think this is, you know, uh, you're 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 like a pharmacist with the medicine and then you're also giving laughs. So, it's yeah. all the things that the doctor, at least the Denver doctor, Denver Colorado doctor, the California doctors, they prescribe like you're medicinal Just ferg pres- to your coworkers. Pres- prescribe a ferg and prescribe everything ferg. will be fine on your set <laughs> daily dose of davi and get your prescription of ferg filled today yeah and you'll feel better tomorrow let me get so. a ferg 30 please <laughs> I just think you'd be a fun coworker to have. I'm having a blast with you right now. So I'm trying to think of why you would quit so many jobs or get fired because you seem to have so many stories about that. Well, and I'm like, what would happen? The one I got fired from that got me here, I was working at a news station at the graveyard shift, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm associate producer. I'm like 21. I'm writing for the news writing the story so whatever the newscasters are saying i'm the person that's writing it and it goes through these whole checks and okay we can use it airs i'm there i'm supposed to have two weeks of uh actual training i have two days we roll into everything we roll into everything a month later uh they kind of called me in the office and was like yeah so we feel like you're not picking this up enough and um we think you should write for tv Okay. Like entertainment. And I'm like, all right, well, yeah, we're not going to further this, you know, with us. And they like, can we have your badge and in your, in your key and this, that, and the third? And I slid that shit to them and I moved to Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> and that was it. Were you doing comedy there too? I was about to. Yeah. And I moved here and was doing, I was always doing, uh, I was always producing stuff, like shooting stuff with my phone and cameras and shit. So I never stopped doing that. Yeah. Because that's why I went to school for production. And that's nice that they like gave you a little compliment on the way out. Yeah. That's a little. I guess so. That's comforting a little bit. But I want to go back <laughs> into the black. Man, I remember you guys told me I was, ah, I should have left here. Like, man, you guys are still here? Yeah. Wow. Can't do it. I that can't. was, that was one. I got, I got fired. That wasn't that bad. And then there was one, I got fired on my first ever full-time production, like ever in the industry. Uh, it was this thing called The Last of Robin Hood with Dakota Fanning in it. Oh, wow. Okay. The directors were uh, porn star, ex-porn star directors. Yeah, I didn't know. With Dakota Fanning? Yeah, they were ex-porn. What year is this? This was like maybe like 2012. 
2013. Okay, she was still kind of like yeah. little. Yeah, she was she was like just blowing up. What the in the heck? And she was like the first time I saw her, she looked see through almost. I was like, wow. But they fired me because it was my first job, and my cousin who got me the job, she was supposed to work on the show with me as like a secretary. Okay. But she didn't show, so like I could tell that they were mad that they hired me and she wasn't there. So I could tell like, oh, I have like a good month left. And I had just signed my first lease for my first apartment. Oh no. Everything, and I was like, ah, I saved all my money. Just save all your money. So that's the first thing. They, they, they was like, yeah, see, this is happening and we want you to do this. And if you could do this, you could be like, you'll be great. But just like, not right now, this is the person's. And I was like, ah, oh. well, got fired, but. It was kind of cool. The porn directors was crazy, though, because one of them couldn't talk. He had the little machine like Stephen Hawkins, like, ah, hello. Oh. So I would drop his mail off in the morning. He'd be like, thank you, Dexter. I, I got to Google. I'm I not joking. so many questions I'm about this joking. film. I'm not joking. In my mind, I'm like, people. you be having sex with that machine? No, sir. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> That's not our business. Oh, That's not our business. In the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you? Why is your brain go there? <laughs> Yo, I'm like, what? This is what you're using during sex? Sir. Like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. In my mouth. Oh, Here no. you go. <laughs> gargle, gargle, gargle. Like, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, he had the pad and shit. I'm like, what? Oh my goodness. I am going to Google the, the name of the. Last movie of again? Robin Hood. Oh and it had, uh, what's the dude Cal uh, that was in Wild Wild West with Will Smith? Oh. The white dude that was on uh, his like partner. Oh God, I Kevin, don't remember. Not Kevin Federline. It's not Costner. Uh, no. Which Kevin was that? Either way, when you find him, when you find out about Wait, it, you'll Kevin realize. Kevin Klein. Yes, that's that Kevin Klein. It yeah, that's his Kevin name. Kevin Klein. Okay. So they it had those two in it. Yeah. I have no idea what the show, the movie was about. Oh, I just know. Oh my God, I'm so freaking I got fascinated. Fired. Okay, so it sounds like so with the first one, you said you were about to go through some training, and they just said you're not getting this fast, and like like we preemptively At know all. that that training will. Be you're gonna be good for the like they were thinking of something. Yeah. So it's not you're not really sure what you did or if they were just, just cutting good, budgets or something. And then the second one, they hired your friend and then she didn't show up. But my you cousin, were, yeah. It was, a poli it was like a political hire, but it was my first ever, so I was super green. So oh. like my cousin was gonna kind of be the shield to protect me. Like if I'm fucking up, I can go to her. Okay. But it was none of that. It was I'm fucking up. Our budget was minimal. The production coordinator, this is our first time in that position, so she's screaming, and why would he do this? I'm like, lady, relax. Put oh, a thumb shit. in your booty and relax. What did you do, though? Well, nothing crazy. It'll be like little <laughs> stuff. And I was a PA, so I was just like picking up snacks, getting coffee and shit. Like, yeah. I might go to the wrong, I don't know what I was doing, to be honest with you, but it just wasn't working. That's okay. all I know. Every set's different. Every production is different every boss is different mm -hmm. so you have you know um i've i've been you know at doing stage stuff where someone younger than me is really apprehensive and i'm like hey just think of it like this you know because i'm talking to a five-year-old and i'm like hey you know when like 
you want to play kickball and you're trying to get everybody's attention in the playground and you just gotta you just gotta project and I'm like pretend like you're trying to get everybody to come play kickball with you like that's how you gotta yell this and then the director comes up and is like you are an actor you are not the director this is a true story it was at theater camp and it was um, it was uh, fucking Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby show I have no idea who that is. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Because <laughs> I just know you from the Cosby the, Show. It was. I went to theater camp, and they were like, "This big celebrity is going to come and coach you guys." You know, this this week. So practice, practice. And then he got there, and I was kind of expecting like Sarah Michelle Gellar or someone I cared about, and it was freaking Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby Show. It's like Alvin or something. It's like the son-in-law. No clue. Um. Yeah, I didn't know. So, and and a lot of people are always like, "You don't know him. What did you do?" to him how could you upset him so much anyways i was advising another actor which i you are not supposed to do and he's oh. like i am the director of this production you are an actor you do not advise other actors if you ever want to be in major productions like it it was this whole thing where it really freaked me out because i was like 16 years old and i was like why are you yelling at me sir yeah. like i was just trying to help this five-year-old who was about to burst into tears about this upcoming line and you know now, as an adult, I'm like, no, I kind of get it because there are certain productions you walk on and mm -hmm. you're just trying to be enthusiastic or help and and other people will Those see people that as stepping on toes. Inside. Yeah. On productions. Like, they don't don't, give a fuck. don't do that. Don't don't advise other people. Don't you're stepping on toes. Don't act like you can improve the line and it made me so so um I I don't know how to explain it. It's not like a rejection, but it's like you definitely go inside yourself and you're like, cool, I will never, ever, ever in a brainstorming atmosphere be so comfortable sharing ideas. Like I'm going to be apprehensive forever now. And then I go and work on other sets and, and, and like something happens where I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm biting my tongue about something. And then finally I'm like, hey, uh, Tony, do you think that maybe since it's called Dead by Midnight, it should be like 1130 on the clock in the background instead of like 2 a.m.? Since the whole movie is called Dead by Midnight. And he's like, holy shit. Why did no one tell us that? You know, like, why mm -hmm. did no one point this out? And he's like, what else? What else you got? And I'm like, cool. So some people are open. Yeah. And it depends on it really depends on where person. you are. I did. Oh, I do have a. I forgot about this toxic one. You ever <laughs> seen the the show, uh, Vampire Diaries? Oh yeah. So I worked on the spinoff, the originals. Oh, you did. Yeah. Blair were Blair I, was he he did some extra stuff. I was the first. I was in the first two seasons. Mm. Like I worked there first two. I'm actually at the end of like season one. I'm actually I got an, a role, in one of the is a part where they like have this ceremony. We play wear these white suits. We're playing these djembes. They turn the lights off and everybody gets ate up. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, well, not that they get ate up. So, like, you were in the the band. Yeah, I was in the band. And like, then you guys got destroyed by like vampires. Yeah, so we had like some sort of ceremony. We played a ceremony and we present something, and then somebody was like, "Cut the lights off," and then we just everybody gets massacred. Oh, okay. By the vampires, and it was pretty cool. But uh, we were, that was the most stressful I've ever been on any type of TV show because the first year, the first season, it, the crew was 150 people. By the end of the first season, 
we went to the second season and we wrote down all the names of the people who were still here from the first. It was only 13 of us. Ooh. They were firing people every day. So the like, turnover rate was pretty speedy. I had never used FedEx so much in my life to send people home. Like we were uh, coordinators, uh, production accountants going home, you production managers going home. Yep. Fucking coordinators again, wardrobe, costume, just like every day somebody getting fired. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Everybody's just sitting there uptight. I'm like, I'm P8. My, he's making like seven times as much. I'm, so I'm not really in the line of fire of any of this. Yeah. As long as, you know, you're not, I guess, knocking over the coffee. Like just yeah, getting. Yeah, like doing stupid. As long as you're an asset, you're straight. But I also was like there with like. I had to console a lot of white tears. It was, I ain't gonna lie to you. It was a white girl <laughs> On there. the vampire show? Yo, No man. kidding. It was crazy. <laughs> like, like just, Very pale, very this, fragile. Oh, this vegan white girl <laughs> was so fragile and just crying every day. Like, she had just broke up with her boyfriend. No, she had just got a divorce. She went vegan. Now she's sad. She's crying every day. I'm like, oh my God, this bitch is fucking... <laughs> A bummer every day I got to see you. Do you want a everything bagel? Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're like, I'm just trying to get you snacks. Like, I'm just trying to weed? feed you. <laughs> what do you need, white lady? Like, we got to get this together because you are just falling apart. Like She was going through it, though. She was. So you're like, I want to make y'all, my coworkers laugh. I don't want to be sharing vulnerable. I don't want to be their therapist. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. She was the executive assistant oh. to the show. Oh, it wasn't even one of so the... So she was just like, all this stuff is going on. And I just, I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady, you need a zen, a, something yeah. to calm you down. It's not even that serious. I mean, it. I would say like, it's a fast-paced atmosphere, but not not like a live show fast-paced yeah. atmosphere. Like it, it's, um, we're here for 16 hours, ma'am. Was she like getting yelled at a lot or was she, she just easily She was just easily shaken. rattled. Like, okay. Jesus Christ, eat some meat. Maybe it'll block off. All of that shit that's hitting you in your spirit, man. But the crazy thing is, she's now a writer on that show. She oh. was a writer, like, so it's like, oh, okay. So I it see. worked. Yeah, so like, I <laughs> Maybe get it. Maybe she was over caffeinated. It was just a lot going on. Yeah. I was like, this white lady is fucking <laughs> losing it every day, and I don't want to be around you. You are bumming me out. You're making my dick, little lady. <laughs> on behalf every day. of white ladies, thank you for your service. <laughs> oh yeah, but white white ladies used to give me pep talks too, man. It used to be amazing. I had a white lady I worked with. Oh, that's nice then. As long as Kim. we paid it back sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the, yeah, it comes in different forms you don't <laughs> expect. Like this was a wayward white girl that was just sad and vegan. This white lady named Kim. I love her to death. Shouts out to you, Kim. Uh, she came to my show. <laughs> so, She's, so she reminds me of a butter. You ever seen the picture of the bonnet butter? The butter churn. Yeah. Women that look like they butter churn. Yeah, hell she yeah. She dressed like that. She lived on a farm. She was missing a front tooth. And she was in Wait, the like yes. Kim, this might be my cousin. <laughs> she's uh, <laughs> she's cousin. short and she had the sunniest disposition. She said whatever fuck she wanted to. She never backed down to anybody. I saw her get in an argument with our uh, line producer. She's like, "You're a fucking asshole," and I was like, "Wow, I know that fucking juice through through that that like missing tooth. I know it went through and hit him on the lip. Had to." And she dressed like like Amish yeah. kind of, and a she said, bit. "Fuck." Man, when that I would blow my mind. Fucking crazy. And she's an accountant. 
so she was like, uh, I would show her all of the projects I was doing, like all of the stuff. At this time, I was making this thing called Virginity Stories, and it was an animated series where people tell me how they lost their virginity, and I animated it. Oh my God, mine is gross. Yeah, mine is too. Mine adult involves animals on accident. Wait, um. But she gave me, she like put me in the paper closet like one day. She's like, come in here. She was like, what you just showed me, you should not be back here. You need to go and do this. And I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Like, that's what I'm doing. I, I don't know what else to do. Like, I'm a first generation entertaining, like entertainer. Like yeah. I'm working, I'm the only person in my family who knows what the fuck this is. So I'm just figuring this out. She's like, no, you need to do this. You're way too talented. And after she said that, it kind of like lit a fuse in me. And I was like, she right. That's nice. Thank you, Kim. Aw, thanks, Kim. I hope she's still alive. Shout out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I don't think she died, but I know, I'm sure she is. <laughs> Next on Dobby the Scapegoat. I'm like, okay, so if I start censoring myself a little bit and I add these old terms, sometimes it makes it funnier, you know? Oh, absolutely. I, I love using stuff that, like, second words, like, instead of titty, you'd be like, well, there's areolas. Yeah. The sweater biscuits. Booby is funny. Dirty Boobs. pillows. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite. I'm trying to figure out other terms for titties. Areolas. <laughs> I love using the word areolas because it just makes you be like, oh. Fun bags. Yeah. Over the shoulder, boulder holder. That's just a bra, though. That's, That's not necessarily your that's so much for breasts. Yeah. Tatas, tiggle mm-hmm. bitties. Tiggle bitties is all good. <laughs> and maybe you'll think twice before you will try to eat.